Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It is time for Mix Minus. My name is Daniel Brewer. I don't do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, welcome back. I cannot figure out how to change this video that I'm trying to switch here. It's just not working. Thank you for asking. And thank you for welcoming back. And you're welcome for me now, asking. No one sees the video other than me, and, and I it's perfect. I'm, I see no, your your hat. Uh, it says Canada on it. No, you're just seeing my webcam now. You're not even seeing it. It's literally for my for I, my. I noticed that the on the air sign behind you that Mittens gave you for Christmas is not lit up. Oh. So uh, we're not on the air. I if guess. only I had that automated or some way where it would just like come on on its own. I forgot. It's it's a it's a switch. I have to like manually go and and turn it. Do you want me to go turn it on? No, I think what you should I, do, Adam. I think you should invest in a casa. A casa. Yes. Uh, do I have one in here? Yeah, I do. But it's over there. Uh, so yeah, I did that when I needed one for my Christmas tree on Amazon. I found these little casa smart plugs that yeah. are that work with uh, both Amazon, you know, with Google and with Amazon. And right. you, there were twenty seven dollars for two of them. You plug them, in and then you just it it'll turn on and off whatever it's plugged into it. So you just leave your on the air sign on and then you just uh, set a routine. It's like, you know, Hey Google, I'm on the air. And then it would, that's, it would do that. Yeah. Actually I have, I have smart plugs already. I probably have a smart plug laying around somewhere that's yeah. not being used. There you go, Adam. Mine are Wemo. Have They're you, not have Casa. You, have but- you thought about calling into a podcast that has a tech segment and asking these questions? Well, I know the answer to that, but no. <laughs> okay, great. No, I haven't. I guess I could call Big Fatty. Isn't he the one that has a tech segment now? I think so. Does that darn Elvis have a tech segment? Uh, yeah, if you called into Dar- that darn Elvis, we would answer it for you. Maybe it's in the pre or post show. No, you never post those for that darn Elvis. What are you talking they, about? I posted it. It's been posted for two days this week. Oh, Okay. I normally, you know what, you and Tom and Tom and Terry, uh, Tom of Tom and Terry and Scott. I must have Andy dropped Scott. off of level 13. That's, that's what happened. Always get, I don't want to put out all the content on the same day. So I usually stagger. I usually put out our show comes out on like a Sunday. Mix minus comes out on a Sunday. The pre-show will get posted on like at the Monday or, or maybe Tuesday. And then, uh, TDE comes out on Tuesday and I usually post the, the pre and post show on Thursdays. Oh, good. There you go. That's all. That's what I do. I'm, uh, although I'm I hear, I hear, uh, you know, rumblings on Twitter now that you've got other people doing this thing where they listen to it in, in order. They're listening oh. to them, uh, with pre show 
then the show and then the post show. Honestly, if you guys are going to do that, I it would be so much easier for me just to post the one file and then I won't have to do any editing. I'll just I'll just post the one <laughs> file from my digital recorder and be done with it. So you could do that. I so I listened to another podcast called The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. That is with and Scott Johnson and uh Dilbert Brian, Deloise, what is his name? No, Brian Ibbett. And Ibbett, Ibbett, uh yeah. and if you're a Patreon member, a Patreon subscriber, which I am. Yes. yes. Because they're my I I mean, other than that darn Elvis. <laughs> they're and, your favorite. And, and my own, they're your favorite. You were gonna and say my own your podcast. Yeah. They're they're my favorite podcast. And uh they do a five day a week show. Yes. It's four days, but if you're a Patreon member, it's five days. Yes. And it's an hour and a half a day. And I figure, you know what? They're my favorite show. They, I can throw them a couple of bucks a month. Yeah. So I do that. And when you do that, you, they do the same thing where you also get pre and post Mm -hmm. and they just, you have a completely separate feed and they do a one big file and you get the whole thing. Well, there you it's go. just all of See, it together. Uh, maybe I'm working too hard. Adam, what we're talking about, maybe. of course, is our behind the scenes club. It's called Level super 13. Super secret. It's, it's not uh, secret. We tell everyone about it. But if you want to join our super secret, uh, not so secret behind the scenes club called Level 13, all you have to do is send us an email, contact at mixminuspodcast.com and say, hey, I want to join and we will take care of, of getting you all set up with your own uh RSS feed for you to get all of those things. We post them separately though. We post a pre-show and a post-show separately. Yep. And we post, uh, we don't actually post the main Although, show on that feed. We, we keep the, you, we do the regular feed for the, for the main show. Yeah. If we did that though, it would screw up our numbers because we, because there, we, you know what I'm saying? Our download numbers. Oh, I'm not worried about that. You know, for the advertisers. We don't have any advertisers, so it's... Well, I mean, uh, well, you know, if we want advertisers, we don't want to screw up our numbers. But that's what I'm saying. We don't, I would still... It doesn't matter, Adam. One day. One day. One day. It won't matter. The... uh, Adam, you know what? I missed Geeky Gay more than I thought I would. Oh, really? Because you were gone for a week. You were off skiing. Um, yeah. oh, and what, what's his name called your f- show to talk about, uh, to yell at you about it. Uh, what Gary. Was it? Gary, that's his name. Yeah. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> called you to complain that you weren't talking about, you were spending too much time talking about your new mixer and not enough time talking about the ski. And I couldn't help but notice <laughs> that for the rest of the week on the geeky gay show, uh, you can go to thegeekygay.com to find that. The uh, I noticed for the rest of the week, you just kept playing phone calls from it. You just, you, you, I, it was like you were just being passive aggressive that you were just like, you know what? If no, you're going to, if you're going to complain, no, if you're going to call me and complain about not playing the, that talking about my ski trip, fine. I'm not going to talk about my ski trip. I'm going to play a voicemail from Kathy Bacon and it talks about uh, how much money that she got for this award. It's, it's not true that I, I don't, I rarely get voicemails. And all of a sudden, when I was gone for a week, I got, I don't know, six or seven voicemails all within a couple of days. And I don't like to let them sit like Big Fatty does. Also, you know, I am a people pleaser and there's always a part of me when someone calls in or Twitters me or emails or something and says I should be doing something different than what Mm -hmm. I'm doing. There's that part in the back of my head that goes, oh, I need to please that person. But then there's that other part of me, like when I go to the Wendy's drive-thru and they ask me if I want a grilled chicken sandwich and that's what I was going to order that feels rebellious. Mm -hmm. And so 
there is kind of that angel devil, you know, on both on each shoulder sort of thing that happens. Mm-hmm. But you'll notice I did start telling stories about the trip. They're just after the voicemails and I'm kind of piecemealing it out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so let me just say this. Adam. Uh, last week, John Ong and Archer were, were filling in for you here on this very show. Yeah. It took two people. Two people to fill in. And we were doing, uh, we were all playing with our roadcaster, and, and Archer was delighted that his phone would work through his mixer. So he could, he was calling another show's voicemail, and we collectively left a voicemail on that show. And it wasn't until much, much later that he realized that you needed the, the TRRS cable instead of just the regular so they weren't hearing anything. So he was saying. basically just calling this voicemail <laughs> and leaving silence for like 30 seconds and uh, and whatnot. I, I actually have the recording because it was recorded on our pre-show. Yeah. So if you, if you listen to the Mix Minus pre-show, you'll hear the the voicemail that was supposed to go. What show was he calling? I'm not allowed to say because we, we have some people in the chat room that are very uh, uh, triggered. They're very triggered by triggered? Mentioning, mentioning other podcasts. Oh. Um, anti, anti Scott. So anti Scott wanted, wants to do a drinking game every time I mention big fatty. And I feel like that if we went back and just did, so I have to take a drink. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I went back and counted, I've said anti Scott at least as many times. So, yes, uh, but anti Scott is here. Well, that's true. Well, for, for another few minutes before he leaves to go watch the Charlie Chan in Shanghai, I believe is the, the on the deck movie tonight. For the yeah. Anti Scott Uncle Drew household. Now, in my defense, not that I really need to be defended at all, but if if I were being defended, I would say I talk about Anti Scott when he's not in the room as well. Would you say you were defending your life? I didn't get that joke, but you really <laughs> smiled when you said it. So uh, I'm I'm assuming that was funny to someone. Uh, yes, that was that was uh, that was an Anti Scott joke. Uh, anyway, the. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he was in that movie. He he was in the movie defending. Oh, was life. he? Yeah, with Albert Brooks oh. and uh, what's her See? name? See, oh, what's her name? What's study. her name? She's very famous. What's her name? Angela Lansbury. Meryl Streep. No, yeah. I, I kept thinking oh. Glenn Close, but it is Meryl Streep. Wait, it's Meryl Streep. Now was he a was he a was he a taxi driver? No, he he was actually oh. he played Albert Brooks's father. But oh. when he when Albert Brooks got to heaven, they played movies of his life and so scott was in the movies so he was he was you know throwing the ball around with the young albert brooks spoiler alert wasn't actually a young albert brooks it was another actor but uh yeah there there was anyway defending your life is an excellent movie i'm gonna make you some pie i'm gonna make you nine pies i have not seen that i i have seen the episode of murder she wrote had a rip torn in it rip torn was was an angel in that one, I believe. Is it Rip Torn? Is that his name? Rip Torn? He was I, in Men I, in Black. He's that, he's that guy. He's that, he's that gruff I, sounding guy. I do know the name Rip Torn. Yeah, yeah Rip Torn. But I. All right, Adam, let's do this. Um, I have a little uh, festival that was near my house growing up. It's called the Florida. You got COVID. No, it's called the Florida Strawberry Festival. It's this big strawberry festival that happens. Every, it's, it's the, the Hillsborough County Fair and the Strawberry Festival. And I'm aware of this because it, it, it's two blocks away from the house that I grew up in, my mom's house. 
So this past week, uh, we've been making sure that people have been at my mom's house during the day just because there's a lot of people around there and we just want to, you know, it's an empty house. So we want to make sure, I mean, it still has stuff in it, but we want to, we don't want people to realize that it's no one's living there. So we, we're, we're, we're going through there. Anyways, very close to the strawberry festival. So I decided, well, you know, I haven't been to the strawberry festival in a while. I'm going to go down to the strawberry festival. I thought I wa- you decided you were going to rent out your mom's yard for parking. No, but all, all, all the neighbors around there. Yeah. They make thousands of dollars parking cars every year. Uh, but here I, I I'm going to play this news report here for you very briefly. I think this runs, what does this run? Uh, two minutes, one minute. You know what you could do? Hmm. I know you're talking about selling the house. Yes. You could just have a parking lot built there and you guys could keep it in the family and then you could charge and then you guys could split the income every year. Yeah, but year. we would have to staff it anyway. Anyway, anyway yeah. here, here's the, uh, here's the, we're, all right, Adam, if, if we made $10,000 a year parking cars on that land, we would still have to pay the property taxes every year, which was going to be a couple of thousand. So for us to recoup the cost of what would be like a $400,000 house that we could sell would take us about 40, 45 years. Recoup? To recoup the cost. If we recoup. sold that. I don't think it's coup like, the, like there's a coup. I as think be, it's coup. As being French. All right, Adam, okay. uh, I'm gonna, this runs about two minutes. Let me display you this clip really quick. You're keeping track. Today's the first day of the Strawberry Festival. And the pandemic, of course, means big changes to keep you and your family and your friends safe. Explaining everything is my friend Marco Villarreal live in Plant City. Good morning, man. David, good morning. Well, for those who are coming out to the Strawberry Festival, things are going to look very much like they have in years past, but there are a lot of changes that have been made out here, and that starts with the masks. If you come out to the Strawberry Festival this year, you have to be wearing your mask. Now, festival organizers say that they have tried everything to make things as contactless as possible, and that includes at the gate where temperatures are going to be taken. Hands-free sanitizing stations are set up around the park. There are more restroom units that are set up around the fairgrounds as well in order to avoid long lines, and faucets have been made contactless as well. There are air scrubbers in all of the buildings. In the ag building itself, all the air inside goes out and then comes back after going through 110 filters. Every building has been sanitized and will continue to be sanitized. Booths, tables, chairs, and high contact areas will be sprayed down and disinfected throughout the day. And the festival administration tells me they have made $600,000 in COVID safety improvements in the last two months. We're trying to think of everything, but we know there's no solid script for everything you're going to face every day. That's why we have the COVID team walking around saying we need to tweak this. We need to look at this. Okay, Adam. Wow, 110 filters. Uh, $600,000 that they spent on COVID preparations for that. So we went to the Strawberry Festival on Wednesday evening. Okay. By the way, I could tell the anchor was wearing a mask. Yes. We went to the Strawberry Festival on Wednesday evening. There was, oh my God, they, there's signs everywhere that you're supposed to wear your mask. There's sanitation uh, stations everywhere. No one was using them. Hands-free the, sanitation half stations. Half the people were not wearing masks. Almost all of the vendors, you know, for the food booths and everything were wearing chin diapers. Like they didn't have it even over their mouth. Yeah. They just had the mask underneath their, their thing. There was a Baptist church that was doing a church service in this big tent uh, in one of the tents at the at Well, the you festival. know, God protects them. 
None of them so had they masks. Don't, they None don't of them have to had wear masks. masks. No masks. So it's like one of these things is just like, all right, so you you claim that you have this COVID task force running around, like making sure that everything's done. No, there was nobody that like at Disney, because we went to Disney on Thursday. On Disney, at Disney property, they, there's a, you can't get away with it. If you pull the mask down just slightly over your nose, there's going to be a cast member that's going to be up in your butt, like basically telling you to put your mask back up. So does Goofy come up and I can't really do a Goofy impression, oh, but does go harsh. Oh, I think you, you you lost your mask there or whatever. You know, it, really nicely, but you know, yeah. no, it, it just, it just blows my mind. It's like, so it's, it's, I now feel like any of these places that say that they're they've made changes for COVID and everything is all just bullshit because they're they're not uh, they're not enforcing them. They're, it's all just bullshit. Well, they have to they have to look like they're doing something. It just, it just so, really annoys it. We were so close to the finish line. We are so close to the finish line, and these bastards can't just hold out for another couple of months. It's just like seriously, just another couple of months, and then we'll we'll be well, good. If you guys, but if you guys fuck this up at this point in time, then ah, oh, did, oh, did anyone? But did anyone in Florida really follow the rules ever? Because you guys never really closed down anything anyway. There so, are hundreds, you know, there, I would say the majority of my friends, the majority of my friends that uh, that I socialize with here in Florida, that I work with here in Florida, are the same as Zach and I. We have not eaten inside at a restaurant in a year. We, we, you know, we get takeout or we eat outside, like restaurants that have outside seating we'll eat at. Um, but we have not eaten inside a restaurant. We do not... Um, Go to clubs. We don't go to bars, even if they are open. We haven't gone out to any bars. We haven't gone to any clubs. We haven't gone to a campground. We haven't done either. Most of my friends are this way. We have small groups that we will get together and do games with, but those are more calculated risks and a lot. But there's hands-free hand sanitizer, 110 filters. No. And no, um, no. you sanitize the tables no. once every five minutes. No, so but, you're, you're all good. No. And we go to Disney a lot. But let me tell you, Disney is safer than any of these places. Disney has got their act together. I'm, I just cannot stress that enough that Walt Disney World has done an amazing job of making sure that everything is enforced and that everything is is done in the correct way. And it doesn't take long. Like yesterday, there were some people behind us that were not staying six feet behind. They were not, you know, on the markers. And we kept looking, we kept doing that thing where we'd turn around and look at them, like glaring at them, like trying to like psychically tell them to back the fuck off. Uh, and, you know, a cast member like came over within five minutes. A cast member was there going like, you need to, you need to, Stand back. You need to back up here between Step these things. Yeah. sir. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just saying, I was so hopeful well, for the Strawberry Festival because they were like, you know, we have a COVID task force. We spent $600,000. We've done all this. Thing. And they have all the signs up. They have everything up. But to a person, every booth that we went to, they were not wearing masks. There was one place even that they had, they looked like they had a full mask on, but they were made out of beads. So like you could breathe through it. So it was like, there was nothing. It, was, it wasn't even Ugh. a cloth mask. It was just a beaded mask. It was, it was kind of, you know, there's a big portion of the United States population. Yes. Who are just selfish. Yes. They, they just, they don't want to do anything that changes their little way of life. You know, they don't want to put a, they don't want to put a little mask on or no, you know, I can't breathe, you know, or whatever. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, they they it's ridiculous. They're 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 stupid. Anyway, I, mean, that, I just I thought it was a bad. 
you know, a lot of other countries have poor opinions of of Americans, mm-hmm. and it may be found it may be founded in some truth. Yeah, but Adam, uh, you know, I I just wanted to draw that little juxtaposition there the, the, yeah. the Hillsborough County Fair versus Disney as far as the COVID nineteen stuff goes. Yeah, the so. well, you know, Texas has now opened everything. And as and on Monday, Arkansas is getting rid of all requirements. So, so I, uh, I, I just moved it up in the thing because we're, we're talking about this. We might as well go ahead and talk about it now. The have you seen on Facebook? Has your you don't go to Facebook? Uh, I don't. On my Facebook feed, suddenly there's lots of people that are getting their shots. I am so fucking jealous. It's like, there's so many people that are getting, it's like people that are younger than me that don't work in healthcare that, you know, just based off the state that they're in, that they're, they're allowed to go and get their shots. And it's like, I live here in Florida where we're not allowed to get our shots yet. You can only get shots if you're a law enforcement officer or it's, it's so patently transparent. It's like the only people that can get shots in Florida are people that would vote for Rob, Ron DeSantis. So it's like seniors, Law enforcement officers and uh, like healthcare workers, frontline healthcare workers are the only people that can get vaccines in Florida. Like all of them happen to be his constituents. Constituents, but um, I did see that uh, the latest that we got from Ron DeSantis is that they're going to lower the age to fifty-five and older by the end of the month, and then after that, it's just going to be all adults. So sometime, maybe in April, I think we'll be able to get start making appointments for, for shots, but ha- what, what's happening in Arkansas? Do, have you gotten your shots? Do you, are you getting no. appointments for getting your shots? So right now my, my stepdad, uh, my mother, God bless her. Uh, my mom, I thought we had her convinced, you know, I, I told her, I said, you know, mom, if God's going to protect you from COVID, wouldn't he also protect you from the shot? If you know, if you went, if you were trying to help yourself and you went and took the shot, doesn't God help also, those who help themselves? Isn't you know, that like a he, isn't right. that a saying? And she said, "Yeah, son, I prayed about it this morning, and I am going to do it." And then, now that this uh, Johnson and Johnson vaccine came out, that's only one shot. Now my mom is saying, "Well, I'm going to wait until the Johnson and Johnson one is available." As if you're going to be able to choose, right? But my stepdad, he finally was able to make his appointment, and I think he got his first shot this week. At least he was supposed to have gotten his first shot this week. And uh, and my mom chose not to make an appointment when he did because she wants to wait for the Johnson & Johnson one. She's never been afraid of shots. I don't know what her problem is. And whatever. it It, it is what it is. But... Um, here in Arkansas, I, I know that I'm not following it really closely because we're not eligible yet. I am following, they have like a 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D, whatever. And right now it's 60-year-olds and above are now eligible to make their appointments. We did, uh, we read a, it was the funniest thing, I had to pick up a UPS package the other day and they dropped it off at a local pharmacy because now UPS does this thing where if it's if you're not home or if they're unable to get your signature they'll leave your box at these UPS pickup locations but it could be anything it could be a pharmacy it could be a whatever yeah I it think may we, not we, be a we've UPS had that store they've dropped something off at a Walgreens for us before yeah so and it wasn't even a it was like some mom and pop pharmacy but we went over there and they had a sign up saying you know uh, vac- vaccinations by appointment or whatever so I know that 
even little mom and pop pharmacies are giving out the uh, are giving out the vaccine, but we're, Mark and I are not eligible yet. So I'm not really sure. It took it took my stepdad probably a month and a half just to get an appointment. So it's not, you know, even though he was eligible that entire time, just to find a pharmacy that had a vaccine, had a slot, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's going slow here for sure. I think Mark and I will be eligible maybe in April. So pretty soon, April or May, I think we'll, because there's some weird, like 1C here in Arkansas also includes technology workers. It's really weird. We work from home. I don't know why they're including that, technology that, workers. That is a but, federal guideline. So the, the federal guidelines say that we should be prioritizing frontline workers and technology workers because technology workers uh, need to. It, it includes IT. So if like you need to go and fix somebody's computer, you need to be near them. And th- there's a lot of things that, yeah. that need to be. It, but yeah, it was it was one of those things uh, where, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. I, I was, we, Zach and I were talking about this the other day. The chances are, that Zach and I have already had COVID. The, that's pretty much the, 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 the chances are that we've probably already had it. Um, just because we were probably asymptomatic and we've, you know, there was times that we were like, you know, had a sore throat or we're like sniffly or whatever, you know, it wasn't bad or whatever. Yeah. We could yeah. have had it. It's like uh, the testing in this country is so spotty and, you know, hard to do and, and whatnot that it's like, it's not worth it to go and get tested to see if I've had it or not because Quite frankly, it doesn't change whether or not I'm going to get a vaccine um, as to whether I've had it yet or not. But yeah, uh, yeah it's 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 just frustrating with the uh, with the whole you know rollout thing, and it's like you see people. It's it's I don't know if it's FOMO or if it's um, just jealousy or what you know. What I'm saying it's just I see people that are getting like I'm I'm super jealous of Archer. Archer's already gotten both of his shots and it's like, yeah, I mean, yes, I understand what you're feeling. I'm ready because I would like to be able to do normal things again and not, you know, but it's been a year. I'm starting to kind of feel it. I'm starting. It took me a lot longer than other people. I was doing fine and I'm still doing fine. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're, we're both healthy. We're, we've got a nice house. We, we did go on a vacation, which we probably shouldn't have, but, uh, but yeah, I, I want to get it, and for sure, I'm I'm antsy. I keep looking like, okay, when are we going to be eligible? You know? Oh, I know it's but, annoying. I just want this damn. It's like this is worse than like waiting for a Marvel movie to open. It's just like, come on, come on. I just want to get my damn. And vaccine. I hate shots. Really? I oh, I would almost do anything to avoid a shot. I'm going to be so scared. I'm when when I have to go. I'm going to be. I can't look when they're yeah. doing it. I'm going to have to look away. <laughs> I do I don't, not. I don't, I don't, I don't like, like needles shots. when it comes to taking blood, oh. blood and stuff. But like giving shots is it? You know what? You can always have them just do it in your butt. But the the thing that oh, you're not even looking at them. They'll just do it in the fatty part of your butt. Um, but the the thing is, um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something, and now I've completely forgotten what it was. Oh, I know what it was. Tim in Alaska in the chat room is saying that he had a volunteer shoulder. Um, because it, it, he had a crappy couple of he, days. I think after. he was a volunteer soldier. No shoulder. In other words, all right. Some there's a lot of this happening shoulder. where it that once the the Moderna and the other one, the ones that need to be frozen, when they once they've been thawed out, and you, there's only like a six hour window where they're good, and so 
if they throw them away, you know, they're either going to throw them away or they're going to find someone to give them to. So there's people that will call the hospitals and call other places. Like, do you have any leftover shots? Like near the end of the day, and it's like, can I please get one? And and rather than throw them away, they will give them to you if they have them. I think that that's what Tim was talking about, that he was a, a volunteer shoulder for the end of the day leftover dose. But anyway, he was saying that he had had a crap, crappy couple of days after his second shot. My brother and sister-in-law also had some crappy days after their and it i think the the current thinking right now is is that the the better your immune system is the worse you're going to feel after the second shot if you're a person that has a fairly robust immune system that you don't normally get sick you're going to feel especially like shit after the second shot. That's the thing that scares me is because I'm a doctor's kid. I have a doctor's kid immune system, right? It's like growing up, I was exposed to every single cold sniffle thing ever in the history. It's like I have a really decent immune system based on proximity to, you know, a doctor that was exposed to everything all the time. The, um, so I'm, I'm kind of concerned that after my second shot that I am going to be quite sick for a couple of days, but Thanks for telling me that, Daniel. Now when I go and I don't feel bad, I'm going to go, <laughs> what's wrong with my immune system? Why, why, why do I not feel bad right now? Oh, my God. I have a crappy yeah. immune system. What's wrong yeah. with me? But, uh, yeah, so they suggest, you know, if you, if you can get your second shot near the end of the week so that you can recover over the weekend um, or take a couple of days off work, either one kind of a thing. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I'm just jealous about the vaccine right now. Um, but Adam, you know what? We stream every Friday evening right here on pride48.com in front of the world, in front, in, in front, in, uh, in front of the world, in front of the world's most amazing chat room. Is that what I'm trying to say? It's like, sure, sure. Adam, who's joining us in the chat room this evening? Uh, we have TB and we also have Tim in Alaska and we have Cyclone, our executive producer. Yeah. We also had Auntie Scott earlier. Auntie I would Scott like to mention yes. a special shout out to Auntie Scott. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's it this evening. That's it. Uh, we have other people that listen to Pride Boy that aren't in the chat room. Uh, I haven't gotten any tweets from them, but uh, I'm sure at any moment from now, we'll get a tweet from Kathy Bacon saying, I'm listening. Probably. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, all right. We have a thing that we need to talk about. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. What? We need to talk about your ski trip because what's his name is very upset that you have not talked about your your ski trip. Now, you talked about it a little bit on your show on the Geeky Gay. Yeah, this is going to be short because I I am going to cover a lot of it on Geeky Gay. But I I just you're a skier. So I, I know you'll commiserate and I know you've heard this on Geeky Gay before, but I feel really bad. I feel really bad because... My stepdad convinced me that we did not need to get Mark lessons. And the one thing that we've always said is when someone goes snow skiing for the first time, you need to get them lessons. You need to, they they need to learn how to do it from a professional. But Steve said he had called the resort and they said, well, it's a pain in the butt because of COVID and yada, yada, yada. And we can do it, but you have to have a private lesson and it's more expensive and all this kind of stuff. And so he said, you know, Adam, we don't, we don't have to do that. We, you know, I know how to, you and I both know how to ski really well. And I've said this a million times, my stepdad back in the, you know, stone age when he was in college, he trained to be a ski instructor. And Mm -hmm. so he 
So I thought, you know, he knows all the tricks of the trade and how to, and, you know, I kind of ski by uh, muscle memory Mm -hmm. and I don't really know. I I don't, I don't think I could teach anyone, Mm -hmm. but I thought, you know, he'll do it. No, he did a crappy job. We get there and uh, on Monday and Mark is all suited up and everything. And I feel, I feel like Steve spent maybe five minutes showing Mark a few things, expecting him to just get them the first time and whatever. And then he's like, okay, let's get on the lift now. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking we would have with a ski instructor, we probably would have did a little cross country type skiing on the flat areas to get used to having the skis on and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, uh, and so we go to get on the lift and the lift is one of the most scariest parts of skiing. To some people, I don't know about you, but you people are like it can be a stressful situation. You're it in can. line. It's, it doesn't. Uh, well, to 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 be clear, getting off the lift is it's getting to the lift is fairly straightforward, right? You just ski right in front of the person in front of you, and then you just wait for this chair to come hit you in the knee, and you sit your butt down on it. And it's like so. Getting on the chair is way easier than getting off the chair because getting off the chair, especially for first time skiers, you're now shifting your weight from a sitting position onto your two skis that you are not yes ne- you know necessarily used to and it certainly helps a lot to have someone there to hold on to that is has more balance than you and what because those chairs don't stop they keep going no. so if you don't get out of the way the chair is going to basically push you over it's going to hit you in the back and and knock you over and the people behind you are also going to have trouble getting <laughs> yes, out exactly. go. so if if you if you if there are hours hundreds thousands of hours of this on youtube just type in ski lift chair uh youtube you'll find it yeah so so getting on can even be a nerve-wracking experience if you because you really have to get up there quickly you can't dawdle and so steve and i start pushing forward mark has only had about five minutes worth of training at this point Mm -hmm. and we thought mark was with us we thought he was in between us and then all of a sudden he wasn't in between us anymore mm-hmm. and the chair is coming up. There's nothing we could do. We had to just sit down. Mm-hmm. He's behind us. Mm-hmm. So he, get, he does successfully get on the chair behind us, but uh, then I'm worried he's going to fall when he gets off because I was like, you know, if we were all three there, I was on one side, Steve was on the other side. We could kind of hold Mark up and at least ski down and he wouldn't necessarily fall over. Right. We and could he fell. prevent and he, him. You've told this story on the geeky guy. I know. Yeah. I know you're just hitting the recap, but you've told this story on yes, the yes, geeky yes. that he's falling up. So he fell. He fell. Then we got we got a tongue lashing by the person, both of us, because apparently I did it wrong as well. Mm-hmm. Bottom line is, he fell a whole bunch more times. Even though it was a green hill, it was too steep to have him on without having more than five minutes of training. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting so frustrated, he took his skis off and walked down mm-hmm. the hill. Never wants to ski again. Now, I think, had we gotten him a professional ski instructor, that the, you know, the, the training is a little bit more regimented and they, they teach people every day, mm-hmm. you know, I think he would have had a much better I agree experience. With you. I agree with you. And I have this question because this was the question. This was, this was, these were the words screaming out of my mouth at your podcast as I was driving to Disney, Disney and everything. Why the fuck 
didn't you get him an instructor? You have plenty of money. It's like, all right, so it's going to cost more for a private instructor. It's like, I would have, after his first falling down there, it's like, no, we're going to go get you an instructor. I'm going to walk down the mountain with you. What's your, what's your father-in-law's name? Steve? Yeah. My stepdad, Steve. Stepdad, Steve. Yeah. Steve, fuck off. I'm going to walk with my boyfriend down the hill. Now we're going to go and we're going to go get an instructor and everything. I, I am so I'm not going to say angry because I'm not angry, but I'm, I just don't understand it. Yeah. Well, why, why would you, why, why would you not have prioritized him higher on your list? Then I don't think that's what I wasn't trying to please Steve. I thought Steve made a good point that, Oh yeah, no. I mean, Steve I, had no, trained no, to be I, a I'm ski not instructor. Saying, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about the initial part. It's like once it turns out that Steve is not going to do what you thought, I would have just gone and gotten the ski instructor at that point in time. It all was, happened so quick. But I'm just I saying, mean, it was, it, you let him walk down the uh, the 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 mountain by himself, and then you continued no, I went with ski- him. No, I went with him. I went with him. No, 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 no. I went with him down the mountain, but I I skied next to him, and um, I held his skis. But he he walked because he didn't want to go on a ski. No, I was with him. I was with him all the way down. I was just snow plowing because he was going so slow. So he's he never going to ski again. Well, he may, but he look. Let's do this, Adam. Let's do this. We will plan tentatively. We'll pencil this in uh-huh. for the four of us to go skiing next year. We'll go to Winter Park or someplace that has great ski schools. Uh-huh. Um, out in Colorado. And because Zach won't know, Zach, Zach doesn't know how to ski. And so they can do, they can do the classes and they can be trained correctly and, you know, spend the, also, I didn't understand this whole, like you were there for five days and you decided to ski only three of those five days. It's like, why wouldn't you ski well, all five you days? Need to, no, no, no. You need to, I don't know what kind of skier you are, but you need a break in between, you know, mm, your legs you get tired. I don't, I don't. You don't want to have sore legs the whole week. You, you need, we, the way we have always skied is we would ski one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off. That's just the way we've always done no. it. See, the way we do it, so, we ski. We go up there to ski. That's what we're doing. We're skiing. Well. And drinking. And eating. We, we take a break. So that's just something we always do. We because your legs get sore, your knees get sore sometimes. You know if you're really skiing and see. Uh, you know. Even Tim in the chat room is saying when Adam and I felt the same way when it's like when you you know what it made me think of. It made me think of this damn Prince uh, Harry and and his wife. <laughs> How are we like Prince Harry and Meghan? because I had the same <laughs> question for Prince Harry, which is when his wife. She said something which which is so heartbreaking. By the way, I didn't watch the interview live. I'm just I'm just going off of the clips that they've played on NPR and stuff. But it's like she actually said at one point in time that she was looking, you know, she felt like committing suicide and she was seeking some kind of mental health or some kind of help for that. And they told her that no, that's not a good look. You're too overexposed. That's not a good look for 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 the royal family for you to get help. Where the fuck was Harry? It's like if someone had told my wife or my husband or my boyfriend or whatever that, you know, they said they needed help and someone else said, oh, no, that's not a good look. Fuck you. I'm going to side with them. I'm going to go and get them the help that they need. I don't give a fuck about what your your images are and stuff like that. It's like if you're choosing to partner with someone, you 
presumably you're putting them above everyone else in your life. And I'm, that is going to be my first concern. And my first priority is, is, you know, Zach says that he needs help, that I'm going to make sure that he gets that help. I don't give a fuck what else you tell me to do. I'm going to make sure that my boyfriend gets the help that he needs. And it's like, this this annoyed me that no one is mad at Prince Harry for letting this go on for months and months and months. And yes, now he's sitting down and speaking out about it and whatnot. But this is something that has gone on for a long time, apparently, uh, in, in, their, in their marriage. It's just so, you know, the first time that any one of my relatives asked a question about, you know, the, the color of my child is like that, that, no, that's, that's it. End of discussion. You're done. It's like, we're, we're not going past that discussion. It's just like, maybe he's a people pleaser. I don't care. This is just like, I don't know. At some point in time, if you've chosen to have a partner, then you have chosen to prioritize one person above all other people in your life. And if you're not going to honor that commitment, if you're not going to live up with that, then it's like, then what are you doing? then, then what is the whole point? So it's like, I feel like Harry is, is getting off easy here because to me, it, well, what should be his penance? Does he need to do like a, a, a press tour apologizing? Or I'm, not, like I'm, not, I'm not their marriage counselor. I'm just saying, I don't what understand is, why more people aren't annoyed with Harry for letting this stuff go on. It's just like, dude, this is your partner. And, it, and, 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 and it's not a sexist thing. It would be the reverse, right? If, if, if he was having problems and she was like going along with some with something said, it's like at some point in time, you you choose who to go through life with. Right? You choose your life partner, and if yeah. if you're not the most important person in in their life, and they're not the most important person in your life, then you've you've chosen the wrong life partner. It's like what what is the point in this, right? Cyclone says we should schedule a public spanking for Harry. Yes, I will spank him, but it must be a pantsless. Pantsless, isn't there a video of spanking. him? Isn't there a video of him? I in, think there is a naked video of him. Of well, it's just sort. like a butt shot. Yeah. He's like in some yeah. chalet, and he's like got he's a couple of women. No, I think he's in oh, Vegas okay. in some penthouse or whatever. But he was like um, a couple, couple of women. But his 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 ding dong was all blurred out, but you could see his butt. He did he did have a nice butt. I uh yeah well so let me just in my defense cuz i know we're we're making an analogy that i'm like prince harry in this situation i'm just saying adam i was i don't know the whole story you're one of my best friends i i don't think you're a horrible person but at the same time i felt so bad for mark and i was just like wait adam what are you doing why would you go ski by yourself without uh you know it's like you're on vacation with mark it's like you should have stayed with mark Oh, well, he had a work meeting he needed to attend. He was fine with it. I was only gone for a couple of hours. Well, you anyway, didn't mention that on the he, show. Uh, you said, well, so, I went back out skiing. Well, yeah, because we he told, no, I mean, I was, the whole reason we went was to ski. If oh, he made a choice not to ski. Um, no, so, uh, but no, in my defense, you said I should have immediately said we can give him lessons. As soon as he started having a bad time, now- this did not start until we had already gone up the lift, and the, but I kept telling him, hey, we can get you lessons, mm -hmm. and he kept saying no, and then when he started walking down, he had already made the decision in his mind that he did not want lessons. He didn't want snow anymore. <laughs> like he, he wanted to go back to the, so I did, I said, well, I said, now we can, I said, this whole day was about you. We can go in, we can get you. You know, we can get an instructor right now. 
And he kept saying no. And then when I went home later or went back to the condo, I said, you know, if you want us to get you lessons for tomorrow, I said, it's totally up to you. Don't feel pressured, but we can totally get you still get you lessons. Like, and I, I mentioned it almost every day. And he said, no. And at one point he said, maybe some other time. He said, I don't want to like, he said, I don't want to do it. He said, maybe at some point in our life, I'll take lessons again or something, but I don't, I don't, I'm not really interested in doing it this week. So yeah, I mean, I felt we should have just, he got frustrated and it just soured him, you know, but snow skiing is one of those things you just, it's frustrating at the beginning. It is, it is not easy to pick up. I, I had an easier time than a lot because I grew up water skiing and the oh. ski instructor that I ended up learning from the was hot. No, he was not, not at all. But the, the ski instructor that I, that I ended up learning from initially, the very first time we went skiing, um, was also a water skier. So he could relate everything to water skiing. Mm-hmm. So he would be like, it's just like slaloming. This is really, this, this balance that you're doing here is the same thing as slaloming and you need to, you know, you shift your weight this way. And it's, it, so he could relate everything to water skiing, which made sense to me. And I had been water skiing, you know, we had a lake house. I mean, I water skied every single day in the summer and, you know, my entire life. So it's like, that was one of those things. It was, it was an easy transition, but he but did have, I, I, get I think thing. he, I think he did have fun though. I mean, like I said in Geeky Gay, we did go sightseeing the next day and we took a lot of photos and he really enjoyed that. And he and I went souvenir shopping one day. We should go, we he, should go up to Tim's and there's probably some place to, to ski up near Tim's. Yeah, probably so. We'll just go crash but, uh, with Tim in Alaska and then we'll, we'll go skiing up there. Mark is fine. I mean, everyone can feel bad for him. But he's, he's really fine. It, he, it, he didn't cry. We don't, no, we don't feel no. bad for him. We feel concerned for him. We yeah. want to make sure that he's like, uh, I saw the pictures on the Facebook. I think I even yeah. mentioned that on the show last week that he looked like he was, uh, you know, happy and having fun. But now I find out that that was taken before the whole incident. So, Well, no, the picture of the skis was taken before, but he posted other pictures. We, he took a lot of pictures on Tuesday and that was after Monday, as normally Tuesdays are. <laughs> so what's this next thing here? This Fox News. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... We don't have anything later. Do we want to uh, save this? Well, no, there is one thing later that's really short. I'll, I'll make this really short. I mean, we, don't have any co- we, don't, we don't have any contact, so it's fine. Um, We're good. We're good. I don't, this isn't as much a story as it is a realization that I made. I always held my mom in really high regard. And this whole time that Trump was in office and everything, I... I allowed myself to believe that my mom could never be one of those people. One of those, those people, right? Yes. yes. And, uh, you know, she's just conservative and she voted for him because, you know, that was the only option and she's really a good person and, you know, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. I had all that stuff in my head. Mm -hmm. Well, this trip, my mom... Not only did she want to watch Fox News every other second, just just Fox News this, Fox News that, Fox, Fox News this. She, you know, she was constantly, she walked into the airport with her mask already coming, pulling it down, going, oh, I can't breathe in this thing. And, you know, you know, just complaining. And then then she wanted to Fox watch Fox News all the time. And then. We're sitting there playing games and she makes a comment. She says, uh, Mark is sitting right by her. And she Mm -hmm. says, 
And I don't even remember what the conversation was, but she makes the comment, well, they want us to not be as white as we are, but we we can't be any less white. We are white. She's like, you know, Mark, what do you think about that? How could we any, be any less white? What's wrong with white people? Now, maybe, Mark, maybe you could be less white because, you know, you're Asian. And <laughs> my mom's making these racist statements, wanting to watch Fox News every five minutes. Then, and she just wants to talk about political stuff like all day long, every day. Finally, I say to my aunt, because my aunt's with her, I'm like, and my, my aunt and uncle are Republicans, but they're not off the deep end like my parents, apparently. Mm-hmm. We're walking out to the car and I say, you know, I just want to apologize if I've been kind of frustrated with my mom, but I feel like she wants to watch Fox News all the time. And I just want to have fun and have a good family time and not talk about politics all the time. And she's like, no, I agree. She's like, we don't want to do that either. But your mom and, <laughs> you know, that's just kind of how they so, are. And so did, did, did you talk to your mom? No, you know, I didn't. And I, I guess I'm, I, I don't like confrontational conversations. The only thing I did was not really even a conversation. Um, she was about to turn on Fox News and my uncle made a comment about uh, Fox News and channels like that rot people's brains. And I said, and my mom was sitting right there, and I was so frustrated at this point. I said, yeah, I know someone who's getting their brain rotted right now. <laughs> and then my mom goes, hey. There is nothing wrong with caring about politics and being, you should be more in the know about, I don't know. It was just, but I've gotten to the point where I'm, I really feel like all news channels should just be not be allowed or something. Because <laughs> I, I think I, if we could just go back to having the, the that's, six o'clock That's your news, solution to it, huh? No, if we could just go back to having the six o'clock news or whatever with Tom Brokaw or whoever, and they just read the news, you know, you just facts, you just, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. No pundits sitting there trying to be overly dramatic and like spin stuff for hours and hours and hours infotainment. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's the news's fault, but I'm just saying, I don't think CNN and MSNBC are any better for us than Fox is for conservative people. I think we all need to just go back to consuming a fact-based, non-sort of, I'm trying to keep your attention for 24 hours so a day. So what, what you're doing sort of there, thing. though, but what you're doing there is you're, you're taking your frustration with with someone who has an extreme view of Fox News, and you're just like, well, it's all of it. It's not just Fox News, it's all of them. And it has been demonstrated so many times in so many different ways that it's not all of them. It's like, does MSNBC have a political... Uh, leaning to what they say. Yeah, some of them do, especially their opinion shows. Like some of their opinion shows are absolutely uh, have political uh, leanings in one way or another. And they're labeled as opinion shows, not as news shows. And I, I feel like that's really, you know, even though it's called Fox News, it's not a news channel. They have news breaks at the top of the hour, but it, it, this is opinion. These are all opinion channels and opinion channels are, you know, are people that express their opinion. But it is one of those things is like this. I don't like this whole throwing out the baby with the bathwater thing or like saying, oh, well, it's both sides. It's like it is so demonstrably not both sides. There may be some shenanigans happening on both sides, but the 
the overwhelming amount of the shenanigans are happening on one side and one well, side no. only. There is only one political party who is embracing white supremacists at this point in time, and that would be the Republican Party. There's only one political party that is embracing this insane fucking belief that like a shadow government is running the country and that there are a bunch of pedophiles that drink the blood of young children in order to stay young forever, and that is the Republican Party. There's only one party that is uh, you know, holding tight to this belief that the Joe Biden was not legally elected to be the president of the United States and that somehow, even though Donald Trump lost this election, that he is still the rightful president of the United States and that would be the Republican Party. So it's like, I don't, I don't, buy into the whole like let's just throw them all out i buy into the whole argument of we need to stand the fuck up and we need to shut people down that start with their bullshit because we as liberals have just gotten to this point it's like oh well we're gonna let them say what they're gonna say and we like to hear everyone's opinions and we like to consider them and we like to think about them but it's like at this point in time we need to start standing up for this stuff and be like it's like just to give you an example i would have left I would have gone and gotten another room. I would have just like, you were in a hotel, right? Well, it's a condo. Okay. I would have found the closest hotel. I would have found the closest five-star hotel. I would have booked myself a room for myself and Zach and we would have just left. We just would have been like, guys, you know what? It's, uh, I'm not here to have political conversations with you. So we're going to go stay over at the Sheridan and we're going to be there for the rest of the week. And if you guys want to have dinner or something, that's great. But I'm done with this. I'm done with this. And it's like- you're you're an adult. You're an adult that makes an enormous amount of money. And well, uh, I can I consider just telling my family, you know what? I don't want to take long family vacations where we're in the same house for days at a time because it's just not fun for me. Because I've told my mom before. I mean, she thinks I'm just don't want to be political. And the and the you know and the fact of the matter is, I just don't want to have ridiculous conversations about her bullshit views. You know, right. to, but, the, but I, at the same time, you don't want to confront her about it and you don't have no, to be rude. You don't have to be rude when you confront her about it, but you do need to at some point say, mom, this is unacceptable. I, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be horrible about it or whatever. It's just like, I, this is not fun for me. This is, this is not, it's like you and I are not going to agree politically. We're just not. And that's fine. You're, you're entitled to your political beliefs and you may have them. But when you try to like, make little snide comments and uh, make little digs and like try to like, you know, push your political agenda when I'm not pushing mine. Um, it, it is a one-sided thing and I'm not going to participate in it. I'm sorry. It's like, if you want me around, then you're going to do what I do. I don't push my political agenda on you. I don't want you to push your political agenda on me, period. End of discussion. It's like, we can talk about anything else that you want, but we're not going to go down this road. It's like, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, I had done that once, maybe not as forcefully as you just did. But I at one point I had told her it is not fun for me to discuss politics with you. Right. I don't want to discuss politics. Please stop. Right. When but we at the same over, time, you she, don't have to she, bring over her in her mind. She believes that she can change your opinion, that she's going to to get you. And it's one of those things that it's like the, the, the irony of it is, is that. The reason that it's so important for them to convince other people to believe what they believe is because they don't really believe it themselves. And the more people that they can get to believe this shit, the the better they feel about believing it. So it's, uh, ah, well, anyway, we had fun, but that was not a fun part of the trip. So, but it was, it was fun. I mean, we played a lot of games, which we, we, Mark and I both really enjoy games. I don't know if you, if you like games, there was a, 
a game that we really enjoyed that is a Monopoly card game called Monopoly Deal. And not, it was really this. fun. Huh. It was really fun. Uh, it's it's similar to, I mean, you're trying to collect properties like you are in Monopoly. You even charge rent and stuff like that. But it's a really quick 10 to 15 minute game with cards. A lot of fun. Can't be Monopoly. I, I am. I know for a fact that Monopoly cannot be played in less than like 26 hours. It's well, it's like not. A, it is a card game based off of I Monopoly. Just, I'm just teasing you, Adam. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just being difficult. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? You know, John Ong was completely surprised that I sang that live every time. Oh, was he? Yeah. Huh. I think I even had to, to, to mute out his track when he said, like, oh, you're singing. Anyway, uh, it's the news game. This is a segment of the show where Adam will read me some questions from the New York Times News Quiz, which comes out every Friday. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer the questions. These are multiple choice questions. I will try to answer them without using the multiple choice. But if I get stuck, I will ask. Adam, what is the first question? Oh, by the way, you can play along at home if you'd like to. Just head to nytimes.com, search for news quiz, and, and, and you're good to go. Adam, what is the first question this evening? All right. The first question is, um, it was nearly impossible to miss. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle sat down with Oprah Winfrey for an interview revealing the harsh way they said they had been treated by the British royal family. Many viewers drew a comparison to what other notable interview? Uh, it was the Diana interview with, I don't remember who interviewed her, but it was uh, Princess Diana's interview. Uh, there was, there's a Diana Princess of Wales sitting down with Martin Bashir on the BBC in 1995. Yes, it would have been that. Okay, so let's click on that one, and oh shoot, uh, that's correct. There, I'll get. I'll do it over here. I don't I, you have a I, mixer I, right in front of you? Don't you have a ding on it? Oh, I haven't loaded those. Oh yet. well, then fine. I'll. I did the ding. We're good. I had all that. Okay, yeah. Sorry, you're correct. Okay, uh, the next one is. It's a lot about making it. The CDC said this week that Americans who had been fully vaccinated could do which two of the following? Mm -hmm. Uh, Gather indoors in small groups without wearing masks. Host large indoor gatherings with unvaccinated people from multiple households. Socialize with members of one unvaccinated household. Stop wearing masks and social distancing in public. Travel across state lines to visit friends and relatives. Two of those things. Two of those things. So yeah, uh, we're going to go with the, the first one there, the small groups. Although I wish they would have said like uh, small gatherings with other people who were vaccinated because okay. that's what they said. Uh, it was uh, other people that were vaccinated. Uh, uh, and then I want to say the last one was the, was the travel across state lines. But uh, You can travel across state lines? Is that what, what was saying? the, yeah, what, what was the last one? What, Travel across state lines to visit friends and relatives. See, this is, this is complicated because I, I don't think you should be taking long trips, but it's like if you're in North Florida and you want to go across Georgia, so that's probably not what they're saying. Um, all right. Read, read the ones that I have left. Host large indoor gatherings. No, that, with one is, that one's people. clearly not. Clearly no. 
socialize with members of one unvaccinated household, or stop wearing masks and social distancing in public, or the one about traveling. Yeah, it's the, it's got to be the the socialize with the one. And I mean, it comes down to the fact that you're vaccinated. You're not necessarily going to catch it, but you could still carry the disease. So you don't want to be around. I don't Is that your final answer? Yes, that's my final answer. Uh, That is correct. Jesus. All right. Which state, which has a population of 730,000 people, became the first in the United States to allow all residents age 16 and older access to the coronavirus vaccine? Is it Alaska? It is Alaska. That is correct. Sweet. All right. Um, Number four. Senator Roy Blunt of Missouri this week became the fifth Republican senator to announce he would not seek reelection in 2022. How many Democratic senators have said they plan to retire next year? Oh, wow. What are your answers? Your choices are zero. Mm One, mm-hmm. three, five, or ten. I haven't heard of anyone saying that they're going to retire next year. Next year, yeah, because it's going to be midterms. You know, I'm go- I'm I'm going to go with zero. Though. My gut says zero. I, I haven't heard of anyone. All right, it is zero. Sweet, you are you are correct. Wow, you're four for four so far. Four for four. Four for four. Four for four. All right, the final question. It's the final question. I gave away nearly $6 billion last year. Wow. You, I married. Those, those, uh, those bonuses at Walmart are really paying <laughs> off there. I married a high school science teacher. Yes. I live in Seattle. Yes. Who am I? So the only really, really rich people that live in Seattle are Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. So I'm going to assume that because uh, Bill Gates was definitely not a science teacher. So uh, is it is it Bezos? Uh, Jeff Bezos is not an answer. Oh, what are my choices? Jack Dorsey, Melinda Gates, Laureen Powell Jobs, Elon Musk or Mackenzie Scott. Isn't Mackenzie Scott Jeff Bezos' wife? I'm not sure. I don't want to say that for sure. But uh, anyway, Jeff Bezos is not on the list. Okay, so Mackenzie Scott. That is correct. Yeah, she's, she's Jeff Bezos' wife. Well. I think they're divorced now. No, but. they're divorced now. Yeah. She actually got remarried. Um, but I did not, I wasn't sure because I was thinking, is Lorraine Powell, no, that would be Steve Jobs' wife. <laughs> all right, Adam. Uh, uh, you're five for five on that one. Five but now, for five. Now comes the point where it all we goes have the to shit. actual, oh, God. the actual quiz. Let's throw 60 seconds up on the big board. The game begins in three, two, one. What's the largest alluvial floodplain in the U.S.? Texas. Incorrect. The Mississippi Delta. What country music songstress claims she was so poor growing up in Ontario that she ate mustard sandwiches for lunch? Dolly Parton. Incorrect. Shania Twain. Who was the first pope? Uh, Jesus. Incorrect. St. Peter. What type of light bulb was has the longest life a fluorescent, an incandescent, or a halogen? Fluorescent. 
That is correct. What car rental outfit was named after the founder of Chicago's Yellow Cab Company? Uh, Avis. Incorrect. It's Hertz. And what's a golfer said to have if he is entitled to tee off first? Uh, a low handicap. Incorrect. The honor. Shit. All right. Uh, well, that was you fun. got uh, you got one zero. out of six. What did I get out of that? Which one did I get? A fluorescent. A fluorescent oh, fluorescent. Bulb. It was a multiple choice one. All right, great. Uh, well, there you go. So the the quiz giveth, the quiz taketh away, or actually, <laughs> the game giveth, the game taketh away. Not sure I like this whole trivial pursuit uh, thing that we've added. to I this. love it. You love it love because it. you get you get uh, an insane amount of joy out of me missing <laughs> I questions. <do. laughs> I love it. Uh, if I could listen to a whole podcast, Daniel, of you missing questions, <laughs> I would subscribe in a heartbeat. That would become my new favorite podcast. <laughs> you know, there is a podcast where the two people just basically get things wrong all the time. It's it's called uh, the Little Fatty Cast. Anyway, that darn Elvis. Uh, no, it's called the Little Fatty Cast. But uh, see, it's not funny when I repeat it. I guess. All right, Adam, that was a news quiz. Thank you for administering it, unlike a vaccine. I don't know where Why I was going. Why is Cyclone with. slowly deleting the answers to the question? He he put questions to all the answers, and now he's going back one by one and deleting them from the chat room. So there's no trail. <laughs> there's no trail. Which, I mean, like, it, it would be a stupid way to cheat. He would just private message me if he wanted to cheat because that way you would see. Is that what he does? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what he does. He, right. Yeah, that's why, that's why I do so well on those Trivial Pursuit ones. <laughs> no, because I, 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 I read the news, Adam. That's what I do. Oh. I, I sit down and I read the news. You, you watch Fox News all day long. I do that's, not. That's I get do. up in the morning. I walk outside. I pick up the New York Times, which is delivered to my doorstep. I bring it inside. I put on Oh, some, Daniel, that's fake news. I put on some you, white gloves and I pull out my iron and I, I press the paper so that it is nice and pressed. Uh, and then I, I sit with my white gloves so that I do not get the black ink on my hands as I peruse through the day's news. Adam. You know, if you're going to read a newspaper, why don't you wear black gloves? Because then the the ink wouldn't show up on the fingertips of the gloves. So a lot of it has to do with the fact, Adam, that because, uh, you know, that would be too easy. And also it would not let people know that I have enough money that I can waste on white gloves. Uh, because they're so do, expensive. To do these <laughs> things. I, this is all, you, did you never watch uh, the downtown Arby's? They did that on the downtown Arby's. I didn't. I never watched that. <gasps> you should totally add that to your list of something to watch. I, I think the, the Downtown Arby's is a really good show. Adam, every yeah. single week we have a big, just voluminous crates of information that show up at each of our houses. They are sent from our executive producer, Cyclone. They are all about things that happened on this date, March 12th, in some year. This is from the yeah. Mixed Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. I would like to say a very happy National Girl Scout Day to you, Adam. Oh, happy National Girl Scout Day. Do I uh, get a cookie? <laughs> you could. Uh, in 1912, Juliet Daisy Gordon organized a meeting in Savannah, Georgia, and the Girl Scouts has only grown from there. So grab a cookie. You know what? Yes. We have Girl Scout cookies in the in the pantry because... Apparently, a couple of neighbor girls are Girl Scouts and came by a couple of weeks ago, and Mark answered the door, and he's a sucker. 
And so he bought Girl Scout cookies from them and he got tagalongs or tagalogs, tagalongs, yes, yes. something like that. And the Thin Mint cookies. Well, there you go. And I haven't had any of them because I'm on Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just let the boxes of cookies sit there and taunt me. There you go. It's also Alfred Hitchcock Day. He was known as the master of suspense. Alfred Hitchcock is a pioneering film director who brought us some of our favorite classic horror films. I either from, think of ketchup on a on a shower curtain mm-hmm, from Psycho or a, yeah. or, or a crow. Yeah, from when the I birds. Think of Al- right? yeah, yeah, the yeah. birds. Yeah, uh, Hitchcock directed over fifty films throughout his career and introduced the world to iconic characters, film shots, and directional directorial conventions. Sorry. Get good there. Uh, today, in LGBTQ history, in 1976, at a campaign stop in Los Angeles, Democratic presidential candidate Jimmy Carter tells an audience that if elected, he would be willing to issue an executive order banning discrimination against gay people in housing, employment, immigration, and the military. Wow. He didn't actually do it, but he did promise people that he would. <laughs> Uh, also this day, May, March 12th, uh, in 1995 was the secret gay crush episode of the Jenny Jones show, which led to a murder. Do you, do you remember any of this? I don't. Uh, Jonathan don't. Schmitz was 24 years old when his acquaintance, Scott Amadure revealed that he was romantically interested in him during the March 15th, March 5th taping of the Jenny Jones show on secret admirers. Schmitz, who said he wasn't gay, later fatally shot Emmendur in Lake Orion, uh, Michigan, three days later. That. Yeah, this was, I think they made a couple of movies about this or. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, in 1999, the Emmendur family sued the Jenny Jones show, Telepictures, and Warner Brothers for the ambush tactics. And as the Emmendur family saw it, they supposedly negligent role that led to the Emmendur's. In May of that year, the jury awarded the Emmendur's $25 million. Uh, the judgment was later overturned by the Michigan Court of Appeals in a two-to-one decision. By the way, the episode was never publicly aired. Hmm. Uh, in special Disney-related news, uh, in uh, 1993, the Cleveland radio station WMMS was purchased by Disney. I believe that was part of their first, uh, uh, the beginnings of Radio Disney. Do they here, still own that radio station? I don't know. You'd have to check. Uh, that's not on this piece of paper that's in front of oh. me, Adam. Uh, and in 2020, March 12th of 2020, one year ago, the Walt Disney Company announced that it will close the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim for the first time since September 11th and the third time in its 65-year history because of the coronavirus pandemic. And it is still closed today. It will uh, possibly open mid-April, according to Bob Chapek. So. We yeah, well, so, so Disneyland stayed closed for a year. Yes. Well, it's over a year now. Over a year. Yeah. That's crazy. That it is actually, crazy. The official close of Disneyland was on Saturday, March 14th. So uh, as of this Sunday, it will be officially one year that uh, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure have been closed. Uh, in this day in history, in March 12th, in 1894, Coca-Cola sold in glass bottles for the first time. When? In 1894. What did they sell it in before the glass bottles? They didn't have plastic before that. 
Uh, Is that I, saying that Coca-Cola first started selling in, at that time? No, or, no, no. I, I what think were that, they using before glass the, bottles? The, the chat room has it right. It was fountain drink. It was a fountain drink. You had to get oh. it in a in a store. Like They didn't sell it in the bottle. You couldn't take it home with you in the bottle or whatever. You had to go to so the So what did they fountain. sell the store? Like when they were selling the store, the They the would syrup. sell big canisters that, that hooked up to their soda fountains. Oh, were those metal? Yeah, those big metal canisters that okay. are pressurized that, that go through the, the, the soda fountain thing. Yeah. Oh, or the syrup, and then they had CO2 that mixed with it and, and stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, in 1933, FDR broadcast the first fireside chat during the Great Depression. Did they still do that? Uh, well, Biden just spoke to us last night. He wasn't in front of a fireplace, but... Uh, I mean, do they still do the radio address thing? Because that even on West Wing, he used to do a weekly radio address the, on West Wing. The weekly presidential radio address. Uh, Obama did it. I don't know if Trump continued it. I'm pretty sure Biden does it. Let's see. Weekly presidential radio address. Let's find this out. Um, yeah, the Trump Trump didn't do it. Uh, let's see. George W. Bush introduced Barack Obama introduced a weekly video address. Donald Trump continued the weekly video address for the first nine months of his administration, after which he ended the practice. Uh, and Joe Biden revived the practice, making a weekly address in February of 2021 in the form of weekly conversations, answering prepared questions or concerns from citizens. As vice president, Biden made weekly addresses on behalf of Barack Obama during the Obama administration. So, yeah. Where are those video addresses? Like, are, are they on Twitter? Is that, where is he, where does he release those? I Twitch? Does he do a live stream on Twitch TV? Maybe a this YouTube This is a Wikipedia live, article and it doesn't even Facebook say, live. it doesn't even say where they do it. I'm assuming that it's released on NBR and all the different, but I, there uh, okay. must be a website somewhere. Must be, must there, be. There's gotta okay. be a website somewhere where, where we can. So I guess the short answer is it's not on the radio anymore. They moved to video and Trump didn't do it. And we don't know where they are, where they're published. But, but it's no a video. Idea. We have no idea. He, he takes it with his iPhone and... Uh, yeah, it's, it's on C-SPAN. He, he says, hey, it's your boy, Joe Biden. And uh, time for the weekly address. When I go to the C-SPAN website, though, it's all George Bush's stuff. He, so. said, he says, I've got some uh, questions from the followers. That's right. And we're going to go through those right now. And who, who the hell listens to radio anymore? That's just weird. Click, like, and subscribe. That's weird. Uh, and also, in this uh, day, March 12th in 2020, was also the day that Broadway went dark. So Broadway has been dark for over uh, a year now. <sighs> Yeah. Wow, Broadway and Disney. You know what? Cyclone is right in the chat room. He says C-SPAN Patreon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So right. you have to you have to be a Patreon member, mm -hmm. and then you get the special Biden videos every week. That's right. Uh, Adam, uh, there are some number one movies at the box office during March 12th of several different years. I'm going to play you a theme song to one of them. Now, I don't have a list in front of me. You should now. It no, should I be don't. in your email. And he resent a thing with an attachment that I saw come no, through. No, that attachment is not the complete thing. It's, it's sorry. Uh, I had to sneeze. <laughs> that, um, uh, that attachment. I don't have the list, but you can, do you want to give me a multiple choice or, uh, uh, you can just play it. I'm I'll get play it wrong. It. Here we go. Here okay. We 
I'll give you some hints here. This was the number one movie in 1976. It sounds like the theme to Bonanza or something, or a John Wayne movie. It or... starred Sean Connery. Well, is that a James Bond movie? No, no, it's not a James Bond movie. Sean Connery was in other movies than James Bond movies. I, I only know Gorillas in the Mist mm-hmm. and James Bond. Those okay. are the only things. I, Hunt for Red October, was he in that one? But that wasn't in the 70s. It was a retelling I, I of the story of Robin Hood. Robin Hood Men in Tights. I, no, that's not in the 70s. I don't know, Daniel. It is. The movie is called Robin and Marion. Oh, never. I never have I ever heard of that. Well, there you go. I feel like even if I had, even had I had a multiple choice, I would have said, what the hell is Robin and Marion? <laughs> I, I said that kind but, of in the, had you been here uh, early, I I was going through this with the chat room and yeah, they helped me pick that out because uh, I didn't know what it was either. Okay. I'm glad you have these good times with the chat room before I arrive. It's, you know, uh, Adam, you could show up at any time. You you don't have to wait and to show up so late, but I would like to say a very very happy birthday to uh, Daryl Strawberry. Oh, he's happy a, birthday! He's a baseball player. Ron Jeremy, the porn actor, is turning sixty eight today. James Taylor, the singer songwriter, is turning seventy three, and Liza Minnelli, turning seventy five years old today. So well, I'm just gonna do all of those people. Give them an applause. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, let's see. Aaron Eckhart turned 53. Mitt Romney turned 74, and Barbara Feldon turned 88. Uh, we also lost. Uh, well, people that are dead that had birthdays on this day include Billy Thomas, who played Buckwheat Buckwheat on Our Gang, as well as Jack Kerouac. Happy birthday to all of those things, all of those, all of those people. Also, Christina Grimmy, remember the YouTube singer? She was on. She won American Idol. Yeah, yeah. No, not American Idol. The Voice. Yeah, The she, Voice. She also uh, had her birthday yeah. was today. Happy birthday to each and every one of those people. This uh, piano song goes on for a very long time, so I'm going to stop it right there. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do we have to do here on this thing, Adam? Uh, the Texas man has 223 pounds of skin cut off after going on a crash diet. Yeah, that'll happen. Was was it all foreskin? <laughs> no, no, this was just this was, this was belly skin. Uh, also, a uh, gal driver swallowed lipstick and chokes to death at a stoplight. Oh, those, those silly gal drivers. Uh, what a gal. What a gal. Also, a 60-second heart attack test can save your life. Okay. In a major medical advance, a simple blood test can now accurately predict those people most likely to suffer a heart attack. A brand new study shows. Well, that That's, that's. I felt like it was like a test. Like, you know, like, answer the following questions. True or false? <laughs> right? Do you... <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, well, I mean, it, what is it? A cholesterol test or something? I, I don't know. I don't care anymore. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be a fun test that we could take right here on the show, no. but it's not. Yeah. It's, a, it's no. a blood test and everything. Uh, a South Carolina boy who is three years old heals the sick with his glowing eyes more well, than 
More than 250 people have been cured of nearly every disease known to man just by being exposed to a three-year-old boy whose eyes glow bright green and red. Well, where is he now? <laughs> well, this was... We need some COVID relief. Sadly, this this is from the Weekly World News uh, in 1996. I don't know. He's no longer three uh, years old. Well, uh, he's probably still alive. Well, it's 25 years ago, so he would be, he'd be 28 now. 28, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm being told that I should go to the next page. What? The next page? What? Pest control? Oh, yeah. It's I, like you have one of those IFBs in your ear. Like you're on the, oh, I'm yeah. being, I'm getting, I'm, 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 I'm being, being told, told right now. By the, Scientists uh, have captured a 22 pound housefly. <laughs> you know, I would be fine with a 22 pound housefly mm-hmm. because those would mm-hmm. be easy to kill. Right. But these stupid gnats that, that are like less than a gram or how much ever they weigh a, 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 a polygram, how much ever they weigh. I mean, this tiny little things, they're the most annoying things in <laughs> the gonna, world. I was going to say a 22 pounds is pretty big. I mean, it's like, uh, uh, it, they say that the giant bug proves that the use of growth hormones and insecticides has caused nature to go terribly haywire. This mutant insect eats five bags of sugar a day and 10 pounds of hamburger. Sounds like me. <laughs> uh, on the cover of TV Guide in 1966 were the Beverly Hillbillies. In 1971 was somebody from the interns? I don't even know what that is. Maybe maybe Auntie Scott wouldn't know what that is. Uh, the cast of Dukes and Hazard made the cover in 1981. And uh, the cast of Miami Vice made the cover in 1986. Just a good old boy. I don't know the solving, rest of the solving world. Solving crimes in Miami. Yee-haw! <laughs> That's what they would say. Anyway, thank you very much, Cyclone, for uh, your your tireless work of putting together these things that we do uh, talk about every week here. Well, golly! The, uh, no, show. that's uh, Andy Griffith's show. Sorry. So, Adam, I know you've been dying yes. to talk about it. Dying no. to talk about it. But you have a well, new... Well, actually, I had... You have a new toy. I had a reason... For and I'm not going to talk much about the new toy, but will I had will a, you talk so, about it on your other show that you do with what's his name, with Joe? No, that geeky gay show that you do with what's his name. I don't. The geeky gay is a solo show. Oh, well then why do you always say uh, like okay. we have a voicemail? We do. <laughs> I, but it's it's myself <laughs> and my loyal listeners. We are a group. We are a community, mm-hmm. and we get voicemails. On our show. Okay. Uh, so I got to, well, I've been, you know, this is the time of year when I buy myself bonus presents. And, uh, you know, if I, get, if I get a pretty good bonus and I do the responsible thing, I put money in savings. By the way, the other day, I, I, I think I had mentioned at one point that I sold a bunch of my restricted stock units that I got from Walmart because I thought that it would be more responsible to buy index funds. Mm-hmm. The other day, I purchased a, a, a shit ton of index funds. Is that, is of that a, shares a of technical index funds. Uh, it a, is, a yeah. shit ton? You yep. just called up your broker, Sam, I need to, I I need need to a buy a shit, shit ton. ton. <laughs> I did, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So I did the responsible thing, got my investments in order. And when I get my bonus, I'll put a bunch of that in savings. And then, you know, we're doing household things like putting a new patio in the back and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what are you wearing now on your wrist? Is that a, uh, is that a oh, no, it's No, it's a Pokemon thing. Oh, okay. It, so uh, anyway, 
but I buy myself a couple of little gadgets usually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I bought a video switcher. It's very cool. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to probably we'll start doing a little video of this. You know, I, w- I won't make a big deal out of it. This is still an audio podcast. No, you, you just, mentioned this on the so Geeky the other day. My just, problem initially with us doing video, because long ago, we, I believe we would stream video. Yeah, well, that's what this would be. Long ago, we streamed video. And what happened was, is that we more and more on the show started creeping into, see, see here, can you see this? Can you see what I'm holding up right here? This is, this is, and we would do things like that, that. That's what audio I'm listeners it won't can happen. Never, right. I'm just saying that I don't have happen. a problem with the video as long as and I think Although we, you did say earlier, well, now Adam, I can't do it tonight because I'm not looking cute enough. And so No, I don't have the lighting uh, in here. I I didn't have lighting tonight. But the uh no, I don't mind doing video. That's fine. I you know, Adam, I do have a wildly popular YouTube channel. You do, yeah. That's right. Where yeah. I do video all the time. So yeah. I think I am gonna start an, another YouTube channel where I maybe you'll laugh at this. But I feel, and I probably won't. I, I shouldn't even say it because I probably won't. But well, you if know, I Mix, were Mix start, does have a, a, a YouTube channel. You can just that's true content there. If if I was gonna do YouTube content, I would probably do a sort of audio podcasting where I try out different uh, audio editing softwares and say, you know, oh here here are the list of the top five audio editing software, and you know, and this one's free, and you know. Click here if you want to know more. I don't know, stuff like that. Microphones, whatever. But I could do it on the switcher all live, and so I wouldn't have to do all this crazy, you know, Adobe Premiere editing and stuff. But so when I was looking at all this, because I always have problems with my computers, and even the computer that I'm talking to you on now. Now, granted, it is just a little media PC. I wanted something small. I knew that it was not very powerful when I bought it. So I understand that. But but I have problems with it, and I never want to do anything on the computer. That's why I bought a hardware switcher, because it is a piece of equipment specifically designed to do that one thing, and you're not having to depend on a separate computer to do anything. But I was thinking, um, I need a new computer that's a little bit more reliable, and I've been watching all these videos, and I, I found... Don't attack me. I'm not going to attack you. Verbally or otherwise, but... Um, I, I saw a bunch of YouTube videos that are saying that this new Mac mini mm-hmm. with the M one chip That's right. is amazing. Uh, also, also Adobe has uh, just put out new versions of most of their software that runs natively on it. Yeah. And so, and I look, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not an Apple hater. I'm not an I Apple hater either, but there are and, certain uh, there are certain people out there who are Apple loyalists to like if you give them an inch, we'll take a mile. It's like true. That is true. So I, you know what? I bit the bullet and I have ordered a Mac Mini M1. And uh that is gonna become my you know, the computer that I use to do podcasting stuff. Nice. And you know, so you, I'm could just probably, try it out. you could probably be on one of our church technology show with you and Ricky Burton. You could talk about it. Yeah, I could. So anyway, I just, that's it. And so I'm going to, that along with the switcher, those are, those are my, two of my gifts to myself. Wow. Well, that seems yeah. like I, you know, we, we can do a video. That would be fine. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, great. Um, we can, we can, we can absolutely do that. Adam, it's so good to have you back. It's good to be back. Uh, I, 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 I missed you. 
I missed you too. I don't think I got COVID. I, I mean, well, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. I feel fine. So if you did, you, you, you were asymptomatic, and now yeah. you're now you're immune. Uh, you know what? If you want to send us an email, you can do so. It's contact at mixedminuspodcast.com. If you want to send us a voicemail, all you have to do is point your browsing device over to voicemail dot mixedminuspodcast.com. Uh, do it on your phone, and then all you have to do is just push the little button and start talking to us. Unlike Archer, you can talk to us and we'll hear you. <laughs> other than the, you know, one of those Archer voicemails that just runs for silence for every so often. So, all right. Uh, well, I guess we'll be back next week. I I think so. Yeah, you, ha- you have eight seconds. I don't really have anything cute to say today. Um, I am gonna go now purchase. Uh, This show is part of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.